0: Hello everyone and welcome to a very special episode of YWCA's podcast in collaboration with Geneva Peace Week 2022. As the largest women's global movement, the world YWCA connects and mobilizes women, young women and girls to develop their leadership and collective power to achieve justice, peace, health human dignity, freedom, and a sustainable environment for all people. With the aim to ensure women and young women meaningfully participate in and lead peace processes and work to prevent conflict, YWC leaders around the world use varying tools of advocacy. Evidence-based storytelling is one such tool. For this Geneva Peace Week podcast, under the theme, hashtag bullet and dove, we are dwelling into how, when women are at the table, peace is long-lasting. Data shows that when women are involved in the peace process, there is a 35% increase in the probability of an agreement lasting at least 15 years. Thus, this episode aims to highlight the significance of both, the roles that women uniquely have in the peace process, as well as the dynamic and critical function of cross-regional solidarity in achieving peace. There is no better example of this than the relationship between YWCA Palestine and YWCA Japan, who have worked together to highlight the reality of occupation and conflict in Palestine and support efforts to highlight the atrocities that women in the region face as a part of their everyday lives. This incredibly important and critical work is spearheaded by a number of women and young women on the ground. We hear from YWC leaders Amal and Sumi, who have both provided leadership to this work in their countries. Join us as we unpack the power of solidarity, women's involvement in decision-making systems, and why peace is impossible without women. To begin our conversation today, we start off by hearing from Amal.
1: Uh, Being a part of the peace process is not linked to an organization, it's a way of life. Especially in the countries with a conflict and occupation. Because from the the first day when you're born and when you see the occupation taking your land, and you see your brothers and sisters and your parts of the family are attacked or being arrested by the armies or by the uh, occupation. Even uh, when, you, uh, when the, you are being attacked with no reason, uh, especially in Gaza. I born in Gaza and lived there, uh, and every three to four years, you have an attack and you need to find a place to be uh, safe. And you never ask yourself, why am I being attacked? Why am I in that position? Uh that question when you grow up to you start your question yourself, and I think this is the case of all children, all over the world, especially under uh world, we think that the world is the fact, not the peace. But when you grow up you start thinking that we we, we deserve a peaceful life. And you start seeing uh, and think about opportunities, how to make that peace. And you think with others, okay, let's be good. Let's work um, in collaboration and peace with the other party, uh, with the pe- people who are attacking us. Why we are not friends, why we are not uh, because of two governments, because of the history. And when you go into the Palestinian case, you have nothing to forgive because. they actually came and took our lands and destroyed us and arrested us and that's it so being a part of the peace process is a way of life because you either
2: choose that way or the other way around you've mentioned that peace is not just the work it is a way of life and so how would you given your experiences define allyship and solidarity in your own terms because these terms are defined by so many people, especially people who live outside of these contexts. So given your context, how would you define these terms?
1: When you tell me solidarity and alliances, I'm happy that SUMI is here. And me the context of YWCA, I can give uh, directly my mind goes to YWCA of Japan. Actually, we are in different parts of the world, but the, the, the great work that SUMI and our sisters wanted to do with us is really uh, the first thing that you can't see when you talk about solidarity, uh, actually, because uh, they don't know the Palestinians, but they do a lot in order to understand the Palestinian case, to see the Palestinian rights, and they are really engaged. And I, I, I can't forget uh, when there was a webinar last year after Gaza war, and there is a lot of Japanese were on the webinar, and we started to talk, and. Also, my daughter talked brief about the permits and how we can cross the borders, and everybody was passionate and uh, celebrated a much. And that's the solidarity because people will be passionate and supporting you without being in your case, and that's amazing. And our modality between the relationship between the sisters, while the BC of Palestine and Japan, I think it's it's the first things come to my mind when you are talking about alliances and solidarity
2: thank you so much sumi do you want to maybe elaborate on this relationship and some of the work that you've been a part of
3: what is affecting palestine is not um just uh, is um, not unrelated to us and we are um we f- feel that we live in the same um s- structure that might be um, um causing the situation to continue and and there must be things that um, have to be um to, down in our society and in our situations and also that um in regards to occupation and aggression um, the, the, um, i think japan has experienced this um in um, from a different side um, in, in, in history japan has um it is a country that colonized other countries and it, it is um really um, important to um, see that uh, was uh, structure is shared and um, it is not only the is- uh, it is our issue. Well,
2: first, um, Amal, you, you gave an example of doing the webinar and there was a lot of Japanese support on the webinar. Are there any other examples you can think of between YWCA Palestine and YWCA Japan of these connections and collaborations for our broader listeners to get a sense of the context in which we're speaking?
1: There's a lot of examples. Actually, when we issue an appeal, lately we issued an appeal to support children at the KG. And the first party who responded to us was we of Japan. And we organized a webinar and we disseminated the appeal. And we announced that we to receive money to support children at the refugee camp. So there is a lot of examples. It's not one, but they are in the first place to support and to sense the situation that we are living in and we are being attacked and it's not only just financial support uh, they provide us with but it was also linked with the advocacy level the international advocacy level and how people know what's happening with the palestinians and how we support them and to change their lives
3: the reason that um, many members in the vital of japan are so um, fervent and passionate about um, this palestine is because they have been moved by um, um by what we learned about um what we learned from the voices that we hear um from our sisters in palestine and especially in the past um representatives from um the ywca of palestine has um visited um the ywca of japan and told of the stories and their experiences and i think um there has been some local ywcas have um, started um groups to um to continue to um learn about and uh, advocate for the issue. In regards to other kinds of um solidarity, um for example, um when the the YWCA of Japan had um a resolution uh, uh, for the abolition of nuclear uh, weapons and nuclear power plants t- together with the YWCA of Korea. Um, the YWCA of Palestine has been the part, uh, one of the first um, YWCAs uh, to sign on to the, um, the draft resolution.
1: Going back to women, women are different than men, by the way. They can do a more into holistic up- approach and onto multiple tasks at the same time. And this is the beauty of the women. So when they are on into the peace conversation, they're trying to collect all the items mm-hmm. together in order to come up with innovative idea to solve their problems and as I always say. In order to uh, reach peace, you need to build a good background with the people and if I uh, go to Palestinian people again gender against uh, gender based violence. Um, that is caused by the plicated effects because of the occupation and even and also the bad economic situation and bad social conditions so because of that women comes into thinking out of the box uh, to find solutions and uh, they're always thinking that we need to connect between three parts of the triangle first part we need to enable the woman with skills and knowledge and awareness but this is not enough we need to give them source of income because the control of our resources can change all the women's life and reduce the gender based finance as you know. But third, we need to support them to demand their rights and to find them to change the policies, to change the laws, to ask the government and to amplify their voices to the outside. So this triangle comes up in the peace conversations. When you are capable to do that, you will reach peace. We are talking now all over the the world about the three nexus, from humanitarian to development, to peace. So peace is not just a word, or I can't bring one and tell you are a peacemaker. How can I make peace if I can't? I'm not peaceful inside my heart, inside my feelings with my family. So it starts from the beginning, you need to do, like it's similar to Maslow's ladder, for example, you start with safety, you have the enabling environment, you you have the basic things, and then you grow up in order to reach the maximum and the top of the pyramid, which is peace. And that's the beauty of the woman, because they are multitasking and think holistically, then they can come up and actually, they can coordinate how to achieve it in that multitasking approach. And uh, I'm sorry if the men, some men are hearing, but this is the brain originally for the women is different than the men with that. So the holistic approach and interconnection, it's coming from the women. And,
3: well, um, I think this, um, for instance, um, such a move is a, um, possible because um, one of the factors is that um, in Japan, um, with, there is very, very poor representation of women in the um, Decision making system. I mm-hmm. uh, think the part of, especially in, in Japan, well, if this situation changes and there is um, when women have um, equal voices, uh, that uh, fact alone would mean a change to society um, in which the existing power structure is no longer um, oppressing the marginalized and, and just um, having their way.
0: Amal and Sumi, thank you so much for the incredibly valuable insights and dynamic conversation you both shared with us today. It is so important in a world that is undoubtedly interconnected and globalized. We ensure that these collaborations which transcend borders, emphasize peace, and its impact on various communities is seen as a key example of cross-regional solidarity aimed towards advocacy and change. This also speaks to the greater efforts of the YWCA movement to ensure that women can be at tables so that peace is eventually long-lasting. From creating tools, spaces, and opportunities for partnership, feminist movements like the YWCA have given women globally a voice to share their experiences and take action in concrete form. Since 1855, 40 resolutions have been passed by YWC leaders as a call to action for women, peace and security all over the world. We would also like to thank our partners, Norwegian Church Aid and Y Global, for their support in strengthening the work on peace and justice through the YWCA movement. Thank you for listening.